We're coming live from a van this morning. <laughs> Down in sunny Warpole, that is southwest of Western Australia. Yeah, and two unemployed parents with their four and a half month old baby. Road tripping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, w- well, it's a weird one because we're both currently at the moment stay at home parents. And if you started listening to this podcast from the very get go, I was working in radio. And you were working as... um, In FIFO, so fly in, fly out from Perth. Yeah, as a Sparky slash HV tech. So life is a little bit different, and that's basically what this episode is today. We're going to delve into what is happening, where we are like with our roles as parents, who's going back to work, and um, all the feels that we've felt over the last few months making these huge life-changing decisions. But a massive um, shout out to our sponsors today for First Time Parents. This is exciting. we got a sponsor. Absolutely. Um, and she's a beautiful friend from Perth. Her, um, she basically designed her own pillow for you to breastfeed or bottle feed your baby. And it's an amazing thing called Feeding Friend. If you want to check it out, feedingfriend.com.au. And if you use a code Heidi30, you'll get 30% off. Now, Bloody bargain. I, I thought I'd leave the description to you because we have actually talked about this because honestly, if you ever see photos of me on Instagram whilst I'm breastfeeding, I will always have this with me. So she just randomly posted it to me when I was pregnant and we ended up speaking about it and putting it down as one of our tips in our breastfeeding journey, which is an earlier episode because it's a game changer. The amount of times that you've been sitting there start to breastfeed and like, Griffo, can you pass me the uh, feeding friend? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yep, here you go. And then straight out, ah, oh, that's so much better. Just get your arm in a comfortable position. Yeah. You don't feel like you're tense, tensing up your neck or your arm. You can relax and it just holds your arm in a nice height. But my description is a giant size doorstop. It's like a triangle <laughs> pillow. So it's a self-inflating support pillow. And like I said, she's designed it herself. It's, you know, to offer flexible levels of arm support. Um, if you do want to check it out, and like she obviously never paid me for this, but I, I reckon in every photo that you'll see of me breastfeeding on my Instagram... I am using this pillow because, like I said, it's been an absolute godsend. So feedingfriend.com.au. But, yes, let's crack into it. So first-time parents for us, we decided to set this podcast up um, for all its shitty and glorious moments of being parents as our, you know, as first-time parents. So we're basically documenting our journey. Yeah. So today, I think, is a pretty important topic. Uh, I think it's a topic that would come up with a lot of first-time parents yeah. and quite a touchy topic, you know, and we'll, we'll go into that as the podcast goes on. So, yeah, like we were saying, we originally, the whole plan was for me to stay at home, uh, sorry, for you to stay at home with our baby. Now, that was because I was working in a, in a job in radio as a breakfast announcer and one, the money was better than yours. Um, and two, the hours were going to be better because working in breakfast radio, you just pretty much work mornings. Start early and finish early. Yeah. And then on top of that, for me to come home uh, was a, a benefit to, to me and the family. So yeah. we thought, well, you know what? That probably sounds like the best option. And I could still get my fixes a spark and do a couple of hours in the afternoon yeah. once you got home from radio. So that was our beautiful plan. And it was It was kind of like... A no-brainer, wasn't it? Like that was. Yeah, we sort of just fell into it. I think. And I always, I always believed I was going to be a working mama. Like you did. You, you never really said, "Oh uh, no, I can't." And I when can't. Air, I've got to go 
you know, look after the baby. That's the priority. I know. And, ever, and you know, and everyone always said to me, just wait till you have a baby. They change you. And in my head, I was like, yeah, there sure, we go. mate. Like, <laughs> shut up with your opinions. Yeah. But I'm going to be that person right now. If you're in the middle of, like, you know, discussing this with your partner of who's going to stay at home, I can guarantee you as a woman, I definitely, like, you know, and as a hardworking, passionate, loved my job, all that kind of thing. I genuinely didn't believe that anything could really trump my ambitions. Do you know what, what I mean? What Heidi wanted, what yeah, Heidi well, was going to do. I think do. it was like I was selfish. Do you know what I mean? Like well, I had this great life that I'd planned this. And I, also we're planners. So, but the thing is you can't plan for your feelings. No. And this is something just so out of the norm. You know, you, like you said, we have all these thoughts yeah. and opinions prior, but until you have that kid, you just don't know how you're going to act, feel, yeah, react, I was like, plan. And, and I remember people would go, oh, so you're going back to work after four and a half months. And I was like, yeah, going to nail it. Like, you know, like it was going to be the easiest thing in the world. And to walk away from my baby for, you know, five to seven hours a day, I was like, yeah, I'll kill it. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now... I can't think of leaving his side for longer than look. I'll, Five I, minutes. No, well, I, I, I three do, minutes. <laughs> I do let other people look after him. You know, the grandparents and stuff. You've but gotten better, but I, you were pretty bad at the start. <laughs> I was like, thank God, give me like a couple of hours of freedom, and you'll be like checking in every twenty minutes. I'm like, mate, just enjoy it, have I some know. space. But once again, it's that feeling, and, yeah. and being a mother, you do have that much more stronger maternal yeah. feeling. And you know what? I don't want people to sit there who are, you know, maybe the working mum. I don't want you to sit there and go, shit, I never had that feeling of my bad mum. Because, no, everyone's journey is different. I'm just telling you mine because, like, I'm the opposite to who I thought I would be. And if you're the opposite to that, yeah. that's totally fine. Yeah. Like, there's no right or wrong. No. You don't know how you're going to feel. You might have the kid and be like, I need my space to keep my yeah. sanity. And work may be that that fix yeah and the thing is i guess when so this kind of all happened just before christmas and a few people have been you know sending me messages and wanting to know how we kind of came to this decision they wanted us to do a, an app on this um and it was really it was actually a really tough decision and there was yeah. a bit of stress around it um it, we spent many nights drinking wine out the back whilst little memph was asleep talking things through and you know there was a lot of emotion because like I said before we were both planners so especially you I think I'm a bit more spontane like spontaneous I was going to say spontaneity I think I'm a bit more spontaneous since I've had the baby would you yeah, say like I'm yeah. a bit more relaxed well that's maybe because you don't have the pressure of like the work side and I yeah. think you yeah know, I've, been, gen generally I've, I've not got, been working since <laughs> August Woo! generally I think the male would be the one that works yeah and then so the male has that weight on his shoulders of shit I've got to provide but also I females do I know you said absolutely, absolutely but, but yeah so I think whoever's the main worker or mm. the worker they have that heavy weight on their shoulders of like shit I've got to keep my job shit I need to make yeah. sure I have enough money to you know pay the mortgage pay the bills put food on the table keep my family mm. happy and comfortable and that in itself is a big, you know, weight to carry. Yeah. On the backside of that, the person that's looking after the kid, whether it be the mum or the dad, that's a massive responsibility. You've got the stress of, you know, making sure the baby's, you know, happy, healthy, alive. Uh, you've got to deal with them crying, um, mm. trying to settle them, breastfeeding, it's bottle a, feeding, whatever. It's, it's, they're both It's a 24-7 job. 
that's the thing. They're and massive like, duties. I don't like to call it a job because, like I said, I genuinely like feel as if I was born to be a mum now. It's be, so be, weird. Be good if you got paid for it. <laughs> Who's going to pay us? But, you know, a lot of people would go, well, why if, you know, why did you decide to go back to work if I made more money and, you know, the hours and all that kind of thing? But we would go for walks in the afternoon because Griffo was doing a bit of casual work after he quit. Um, his fly and fly out job and we'd go for walks that was one that's one of our things that we like to do as a family and we check in with each other and we always chat and I just started talking about like how anxious I felt about going back to work yeah there was so much anxiety about the fact that mornings are Memphis's best time and that's what I missed out on <laughs> I was coming home in the afternoons when I was doing yeah. my casual work and I was like, this is no fun. And you're like, and then it was on like the Saturday, I'm waking up and I'm next to him and he's smiling. I was like, holy crap, he's actually a pretty cool kid. And Heidi was kept, kept that pretty quiet for a while. I was like, what a cheeky uh. shit. But um, hands down, he is definitely a, a morning child. Yeah. Like he, he loves it, you know, he gives yeah. you smiles. He's pretty good throughout the day, but it's yeah. just more, well, at the night time now, we don't even want to talk about that. That's a whole another episode. We did speak about the three to four four months sleep progression a few weeks ago it's still happening yeah um but we're both unemployed right now yep so <laughs> people spending are probably wondering, money on a holiday well, we we're, we're just running away from our problems pretty, <laughs> pretty much but well because you don't have a job yet you worked casual up until christmas but the reason why you wanted to surprise me because i thought now is a better time than any because we had a bit of savings um from both of us being paid fairly well um, in our in our previous life as you know, in single workers. single independent <laughs> workers, um, you know, without any children. Um, so I was like, let's get on the road, like let's do something fun. Let's I think go the to, first let's thing go overseas. You were let's... like, let's go to Canada. Well, you can go snowboarding, and that is, a, you know, <laughs> if you stand snowboarding, that usually. Well, I figured I would get you over. in with the snowboarding, and then we would do a road trip across the states. That like, was my plan. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have done that, but that would have just set us a long way back. So I was thinking, well, how can I... It's not a compromise, but it's, it is, but it's not because it's a, a, you know, Southwest is beautiful, but I was like, you know, what on a hire a van, rock mm. up and like, let's go. So um, how did you hire the van? How did that go? Well, I did have a job. <laughs> I did have a job interview on the Thursday and I was like, I want to get that out the way and done with and then hire it. So yeah. uh, that night I had said to you... I'll break the news. I'm like, we're going to go down south. And then I was like, yeah. right, cool. Let's hire the van. We didn't do it on the Thursday. We did it on the Friday or tried to do it on the Friday. And being, you know, uh, school holidays, yeah. it's just, it's mayhem. All the vans are being hired out. <laughs> so I managed to somehow string something together. We ended up getting a bit of an upgrade at a ripper price. Yeah. So it all worked out well, but bloody hell, I did make it stressful for both of us. And Heidi was... <laughs> pretty uh, unhappy with me but at the same time that's all in the past and we had to yeah. say to each other right let's reset that stressful moment <laughs> well let's talk about that because i think it's really interesting from i guess and i, I don't know if people go through the same thing because like we've made like some big life decisions in the last few months like you know well, last year really yeah and the thing is i think it can it can really test your relationship we have had at times, and I only said these last couple of days, like my biggest thing is I hate the way that I speak to you sometimes and you speak to me when there's a tone in it. Now, that's usually when I'm stressed or I can't control a situation that I'll be like that. 
Or really tired. Or really tired. Sleep dep. Yeah. Got me good. Yeah. And at the moment, with everything that's going on with Memphis, I'm really tired. So I feel like my um, fuse is shorter than normal. But how have we gone? Because I think that's what a lot of people find really hard to talk about is when your relationship is in... Um, you know, like, a, I wouldn't say a rocky place. I don't think we were rocky, but, like, the way that we acted sometimes, people might have been like, whoa. Yeah, I think it's pretty, like, 101 in parenting. Like, it's, you've got a lot of pressures in every aspect. Like, like we were saying before, like, who's going to be the worker? Is that going to yeah. cause pressure as to, no, I want to be the stay-at-home mm. dad or you want to be the stay-at-home mum. And then you've got, like, shit, have we got enough money to support yeah. the family? And then it's like... So can it, you talk a little bit about that? Because your biggest trigger is money, whereas I believe money grows on trees. Yeah, you're a bit la-la land. But, <laughs> oh, look, I think for me, the, the two main things, obviously having a, a healthy family, but at the same time, you need to have finance... Yeah. Money's not everything, but you still need some money, right? Yeah, but so, you you get you genuinely like money panics you. Yeah, absolutely. Like like we said, we do have some savings, but at the end of the day, you don't want to just sit there and burn all your savings and go. Now what? You know. You, I kind of did though. Yeah, I know. But once again, you are in La La Land. <laughs> well, so. I'm going to do some work on the side. So then, yeah. and, and that was that's to you know more than anything. I have I always had passion projects on the side of um, side any hustle. job that I had. Like when I worked in PR, I did radio on the side actually like you know when I worked in um radio I had like I did my PR business I'm also putting on events and workshops this year so if you do want to check that out <laughs> a little cheeky plug here head to my website heidileeanderson.com.au because I've got some really cool workshops coming up but I actually felt pressure a lot of pressure from you even when I was going on maternity leave when to take my maternity leave because you were so worried about finances. Now, our whole life is now completely even different to that. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it makes me go, shit, I was wasting so much energy on being stressed then. And then if someone said to me, well, in six months' time or four you're months' time, gonna you're both going to be unemployed, I would have just probably pulled the pin then, I reckon. <laughs> but but um, you've had to, you know, we both had to change our ways and, and support each other because we have both really changed, I think. Like, babies change you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely they do. So, I don't know. I think somehow I've found a little bit of peace within, you know, uh, money uh, stresses and things yeah. like that. Um, I think between the two of us, we've got a lot of positivity and we've mm. got, we, you know, we genuinely got each other's back and we know things are going to be a bit tough for a little while, but we feel like there's going to be some big things on the horizon with my new occupation, job, whatever I get, and also you and your side hustle becoming an empire. So um, <laughs> I love that positivity and manifestation. So I think, you know, whether it happens or not, who knows, but, you know, at the moment, that's what we're angling for. Watch and, this space. We still might both be unemployed in six months and, and have just, to sell our house. And we're living in a tent, so... But, yeah, look, I think with that positivity and supporting each other has made me feel more comfortable. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we can always go live at your parents or my parents' house. So, <laughs> we'll move back to you know, it's, it's not be, you know, It's not the end of the world. Well, but. and it's funny how, like, I reckon, and I, I don't know if other people feel the same way, but, like, how a baby changes your perspective on life. Like, for me, I think we were both so driven by money beforehand um, and our careers and... 
like I know for me, I loved getting paid what I got paid. Like I loved it. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, because I felt so independent and then I also felt like I brought so much to the table for you and I. So it was definitely like my ego obviously as well. But I, we also like to, I just like to have no worries around money. And that is something obviously I'm so grateful for. So grateful for. But I remember when I first had Memph and you'd gone back to casual work, you know, through a mate and I would go for walks and there was a part of me that would go, I don't give a shit about money anymore. Like, I don't care. Like, look, I've got this beach, I've got this beautiful sunshine and I've got this little baby boy. And I just used to think like, I actually don't care anymore about my career and I don't care. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Well, you say you got the beach, but you wouldn't have the house near the beach if you didn't have the yes, money. So I know. that's where I'm rah, like a realist. Rah, rah. Money grows on trees. Um, yeah, get your head out No, your but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I genuinely, like, for the first time in my life, I actually, nothing else matters. You're, except, in, that, you're in that bubble. Except us. It's, it's a beautiful bubble, but it's not 100% real, I yeah. think. But it is, like, because this yeah, is our reality. Yeah, but still, you need to have money to survive. Yeah, I get that. And so that's why you're going to work and I'm going to do stuff on the side. And that's what I did. I felt lots of pressure from you throughout um, you know, that's something that tested us because it made, it actually caused me to feel like a bit suffocating at times. You know what Welcome I mean? Welcome to my world. <laughs> Is but that just my personality suffocates you? No, I guess the money thing, you know, that's how I feel. Oh um, yeah. Okay. So, so you, like you said, you know, you see me stressing about money mm. and that gets sort of put onto you. It's like if you come home and you're anxious, for whatever reason, I'll yeah. feel anxious, you know. Unfortunately, I think as partners, and mm. when you, you know, you really are a genuine couple, you do feel one another's stresses and pains and stuff, and unfortunately, that does get sort of shared. It may not be your initial problem, yeah, okay. but it becomes your problem, so. Okay, yeah, good point. Um, so, you know, you, you hope that one of the, the other, whoever's uh, the one in the better position yeah. is supportive to the person that's suffering to then, you know, you help them through, I guess, mm. as a team, that's what you do. So The biggest thing I think for me that worried me when, you know, like I said, I was anxious about thought of going back to work and time was really going really quick and every single person you meet, the first thing they say to you is, oh, just, um, you know, soak up every second because it goes so quick. I know. It's gone really quick already, but I was really worried about you resenting me in the future. Do you know what I mean? Because resentment is the biggest killer of relationships. Where's that stat from? Just <laughs> well, make that up. <laughs> you know, I'd like I wouldn't to, trust I like... half the thing that Heidi says. She has come from radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe just from talking to people. Like I know resentment. No, I, I believe that's yeah, pretty true. Yeah, because I'm just having a go. Yeah. I'm just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> but. Do you feel like you have resented me? Like, I know we came to this decision together and like we said, we've supported, but it has, it has been hard. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you think that because you, you were going to have this time with Memph this year that, you know, that was a bit more than you working a full-time job. Do you know what I mean? You were, you were going to still work casually and stuff, but, um, you know, you were going to have him predominantly in the morning and you were going to be like maybe his main carer. Yeah, I think like I hate saying that because this is a baby. But resentments, like, you, know, you know, a pretty, pretty strong word. You know, I think there's a a, a port like a, a milliscule of that. But resentment, I think, to resent something is you know, it's pretty brutal. So but, you're not going to resent me in five years' time and go? Damn it, this is going to be recorded, is it? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> no, you know, look, I don't think so. She took that time away from me. Like you're gonna, are you gonna have like a swings and roundabouts? Because yeah. in like a year or two's time, once your business is flourishing i'll be out of <laughs> yes, my job and i'll be at home 
sipping on cocktails while Sylvia at work <laughs> and me and Matt for, you know. Uh-huh. So, no, I, I think, you know, it is swings and roundabouts and that may not come in the near future for me, but in time I feel like I'll not get my own back, but I'll have my time. Unfortunately, I might miss out on him at this age now, but as a kid gets older, I think they appreciate their dad a bit more because mm. now... Memphis is so dependent on you. So, well, that's the funny thing. Um, like, you know, since obviously, like, if I went back to work, I would have gone back last week or whatever. Um, this month, like, he has been a nightmare at nights. And do you know what I mean? Like, he's been really needing his mum. He's he's also refusing the bottle majority of the time. Although we did have a small win last night. Didn't you. We? Yeah, <laughs> he took the bottle. Woo! Um, so. I just can't even imagine like these mums that are working mums and dads like absolutely killing both. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm so bloody tired and I'm on holidays. <laughs> yeah, so imagine going back to work. Yeah. Some parents both have to go back to work, like your mum. Oh, see, you know, and five weeks after the cesarean, right. she was straight back at work. I hope people don't think that we're like pity party here. Like, I just wanted this to. This is be, just our story. No, and that's why I just I want to be honest because a lot of people will one wonder what drive has driven us in the past, and you know what I mean. And it was money and all that kind of thing. And you know, like I am so grateful that we've been able to both. You know, we had a both really great parental leave like you know and then now we're back to being unemployed so we're still kind of parental leave but mum had five weeks off when she had me and then she had to go back to work because her and and, dad was back at work and dad was back at work because dad had his own business and then mum was a teacher um slash TAFE teacher home economics and they got a massive tax bill and they literally couldn't afford to have the house that they just built and moved into which dad had worked so hard for so she had to go back. So she found my daycare mum, Pat, who sadly just passed away. Um, and she was my god. She became my godmother, really beautiful family friends. But she, like, mum had to go back to work full time. Five weeks after Yeah, and that's normal for most people. Yeah, they don't have so, a choice, you know. Yeah. It was like, that's literally sink or swim. Yeah. So. so, like I said, I don't want you to think that we're pity partying because we totally understand that you know what i mean and we obviously it's funny like it's all perspective on your own life like we've felt pressure and hard times and this and that but we're super grateful like we're sitting in a van right now that we were able to use some of our savings we know that our son is fed oh breast milk's free isn't it (laughs) i'm fed yeah the mother's fed (laughs) you're fed but you know so i guess maybe awesome work to the parents out there that are killing it really generally tough yeah (laughs) and that are killing both you know working and being and being the parent as well and then also stay-at-homes like holy shit i have a newfound respect for every single parent that's ever had a child before me yeah there's a lot of duties a lot of stress a lot of pressure and then just throw in there being tired yeah it's it's a (laughs) full-on job it really is so you know yeah Thanks for waking seven or eight times last night, Memphis. That's it, yeah. <laughs> he loves his 3 to 4 a.m. screaming oh, ritual. shit. If anyone knows why he's doing that at the moment, if it's still this regression or if he's teething or what, or if this is just his new life, because it's literally like a blood-curdling scream at 3 a.m. every single morning. Love it. If you're feeling the same <laughs> as us, make sure you send us a message. We do, we genuinely, like, I can't even tell you, we genuinely 
absolutely love hearing from you. Like when I receive a message on my Instagram or through my website or whatever, I read it straight out to you, don't I? It's really appreciated, you know, feel the love. I think sometimes as first time parents, you can feel really alone and like, hey, are you doing a good job? So you're all doing a fantastic job and thank you for telling us that we're doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. Because like I said, it means so much. Um, Anyway, if you are loving the podcast, first time parents, please do, um, please do share um, with your friends or, you know, hit um, review and rate on iTunes. But a massive shout out to our first time sponsors, Feeding Friend, feedingfriend.com.au. If you want to get 30% off, use the code Heidi30. Um, like I said, it's a fantastic, Game changer. perfect breast or bottle feeding for newborns or toddlers and self inflatable pillow. Um, before, you know, she even sponsored the podcast, I genuinely use it like 50 times a day. It's awesome. Bloody good. So thank you so much to Feeding Friend and we'll be back next week. We'll still be on the road. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you want to hear more from us, make sure you check out Instagram underscore Heidi Anderson or hit me up at my website, HeidiLeeAnderson.com.au. Cheers. Lots of love. Bye.